Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always just. Oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is Wednesday, April 10th, and Mark is still in Tahiti. But don't be too jealous because it looks like the sun kicked his ass yesterday. Oh, God, he's yeah. so burned. We all knew it was going to happen eventually. And he was he was going to the Planet Fitness to get a base tan. Didn't work out. Oh, he him. was? Yeah, oh, totally. He was tanning. He was oh, he was man. worried well, about this ferry ride from the one island to the other that, that he read about online that, that ruins your vacation. So. Tough life for that, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, real tough stuff. All right. Our top stories for the day. Wes is going to tell us all about Operation Brace Yourself. Yeah, not to be confused with uh, Break Yourself, Fool. Mm, Give me that yes. goddamn number. Important distinction. Yes. Uh, I am going to do a story about a millionaire thief in Key West. And when I when I was doing this story, I was thinking that's surprising. But now that I read the headline back, that's not very surprising at all. That's true. No. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. Okay, and then Pat will take us through a lightning round of other headlines. Take it away, Wes. All right, so the feds yesterday unveiled a $1 billion Medicare scheme uh, that they busted, and they are calling it Operation Brace Yourself. Huh. Uh, Not to be confused with what a gang member might shout at someone when they are about to shoot them, which is, of course, uh, break yourself, fool. I don't think that's, that's current. It's not. Well, I, just, I watched Menace. Yeah, I feel like that's like a '90s. Thing. I watched Menace Society about a week ago, so maybe that's why. <laughs> I got uh, these cheeseburgers, they, man. They, they yell it all the time in that. Uh, uh, I'm just gonna go ahead. Fun fact: Urban Dictionary defines the term "break yourself" as quote warning someone to run or submit to power, usually followed by the busting of caps. No. Nah. <laughs> Webster's. There you go. Moving on. So this brace yourself scheme is a one billion dollar scheme in which medical telemarketing companies were preying on elderly and disabled persons on Medicare and involved dozens and hundreds of doctors and medical equipment companies who were setting up their victims with neck, back, and knee braces they didn't actually need. This is a big Russian scam. Russians have been running this scam for a long time. You really? Yeah, really. Oh. Russian Americans. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Watch Watch American Greed. It's a great show. Stacey Keach. Okay. Hmm. Um, so companies that manufactured uh, medical braces were bribing shady doctors and giving kickbacks if the doctors uh, who were working with shady telemed- uh, telemedicine companies uh, in exchange for referring Medicare patients to them who absolutely had no need for their product, uh, the braces, of course. So these doctors didn't even know the patients they were prescribing the braces to. Um, then the companies who provided the braces would bill Medicare for their bullshit products. And that's how the scheme works. So the FBI so completes complete scheme. Complete, they never yeah. even meet these people. No. The doctors were like in other states prescribing someone that the, the telemarketing company called and like, do you need a new neck brace? Press one. You know, and then then they would. And then like a foreign company ships them the brace, but they bill the government. I don't know if they're foreign companies, but 
um, the, mean, a lot of the shit's going down in the U.S. And meanwhile, there's a bunch of people who need braces walking right. around and not being able to get them because of this goddamn brace shortage. Right. Yeah. So huh. the FBI found- yeah, actually actually makes a lot of sense. One time I hurt my neck really bad mm-hmm. and I had like I went to the physical therapist and they were like, all right, they, I needed this like neck traction machine. Right. Cerv- which I looked cervical up traction. to buy it new, it, like to stretch your neck. Out. Yeah. So like uh, to buy it new, it was like a few grand. And then I went on Craigslist and this old guy had one. And he was like, I'll give it to you for like twenty five. I do cervical like, neck traction every night. Will I use the neck hammock. It's do, great. You do? Oh, every, well, every single yeah, night. I mean, they, do, they really? have some cheaper yeah. options. This is like a full on machine. Yeah. I'm saying like, yeah. So this guy probably got scammed is what I'm saying. Yeah. Because he like never used it. I will say that cervical traction is the beginning stages of autoerotic asphyxiation because it's like it kind of it get it's like mm, this is kind of I kind of like the well, circulation getting cut I, off. What if I masturbate? Yeah, like, I could see that. It does feel tried? good. Mine, mine was for an injury, I'm though, afraid. like a rugby injury. You're afraid. So I don't know. You're, you're afraid to try to masturbate. I'm afraid. Yeah. I would, I would give it a Maybe shot. Maybe I'll give it a try tonight. Give it a shot tonight. <laughs> um, so once they received the uh, uh, the money, it was then laundered through the classic shell company, and the money was then used by those uh, involved to live their best lives, buying yachts, sports cars, and homes in the United States, all funded by your tax money. And we know if you're listening to this podcast, you, of course, pay your taxes. Damn right. So you should be outraged because this is going to cause your health care premiums to go up in the long run. Um, really? Just like any healthcare scam does. I feel like I just right. I you just don't pay attention. It's fine. Right. It, now the insurance cost for them just goes up and up when they get scammed like this. So that's that's what fucks it up. Everyone. So what really so- Wes, did they have did they have any stories about the best things the doctors bought or No, just yachts and sports cars and wives. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Russian mm. wives, I guess. So what what really sucks, though, uh, is because all these people receive these fraudulent braces they didn't need. It could actually disqualify them from receiving the brace they do need in the future, which is really <laughs> fucked up. So, what? Yeah. So they, it's like it's like, yo, you received this fraudulent knee brace in 2019. Sorry, you tore your ACL in 2021. It looks like you we already, you know gave you one back in the day. They so get a strike. That you already them. sold on Craigslist for fifty dollars. Exactly. So to will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, it also means that these people's information has been compromised and could be used in future schemes. So just a bad deal. Um, the operation, which was first busted in South Carolina, was being run uh, by pieces of shit in the Philippines and Latin America. And over 130 medical companies were involved. So lots of like CEOs and, and just big, big wigs are going to eventually be going down for this shit. How have they not shut down medical Damn. fraud yet? It seems like every time I turn on back to american greed it's just medical fraud i mean don't you think that doctors get kickbacks all the time for prescribing people with like adderall or like yeah you know it, all it's that kind of easy industry to defraud yeah I feel Jesus, like. my doctor must be rich yeah pat's doctor is well, and it's so rich. and anything that's like so like federally supported you know so that there's always like these you know like medicare in this in this case like so there's like a limitless pool of money you can go after yeah, once, right, once the fda approves it it's it's free game apparently well, keep an eye on the, keep an eye on the uh, the purdue farmer sackler situation that's going on because that's going to be a big big deal for suing companies that were giving kid kickbacks to doctors the people that make oxycotton ah yeah hmm, it's happening right now baby okay We'll keep an eye on it. Huh. All right, so going, news for you. going to the internet, uh, <laughs> Bob Warren says, I've received these calls. I've received three calls in two days trying to do the exact same thing as this fraud. And then Egg Jones says, I have been getting at least three call, three of these calls a week for over a year now. Hopefully <laughs> they will stop now. Yeah, Egg. I'm not even sure what's that, what's that short for. <laughs> just, just Egg, man. Egg, yeah. What's well, E-G. He's, yeah, and then, short for Egg. And then Ellie Michon says, I've been getting these calls almost every day for a couple of weeks. And then Marsha Rigsby-Jackson says, I get them about three times a week, 
Got one today. I just hung up on them. And then Marion Campbell says, get these calls all the time. Wanting to give me a back or knee brace. Things I don't need either. And then Wilbur Walker says, I receive these calls almost daily. I have asked them to be taken off their list, but still, still getting them. Yeah, and Zuckerberg. <laughs> that was a smoker voice. Zuckerberg wonders why why Facebook is tanking right now because yeah. there's conversations like this happening between uh, octogenarians. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> I own uh, my own business, so I get telemarketing calls all the time. And the other day, I uh, I decided just like I had gotten five for the exact same company the same day. So finally, I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna press one, talk to one of these motherfuckers." They're just calling West Inc. They're just dialing West, West Inc. Up. West Inc. So I, I I press one and I go, <laughs> like, some some you know foreign guy answers. And I said, "Please." You've called me five times today. Take me off the list. And the, and the guy and, and goes, when are you going? When are you all you people going to realize that you're all fucking assholes? <laughs> that was his response. He was talking about Americans there, right? So and take I, offense, yeah. listeners. And then I called him a cockroach and hung up. You called him a cockroach? Yeah, yeah. That's what they are. Fucking scamming cockroaches. Mm. He's scamming mad. cockroaches. Get out of here. That's right. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's right. I hope those uh, medical fuckers pay for that shit. Well, what's, right. what's up in the Key West? Now, let's take it down to Key West for this next story. Also, hat tip to AP Oddities. They've been bringing the heat with the stories this week. We've used a few of them. And I heard Barstool Nate blog this earlier. Shout out, Nate. First cousin. Anyways. What's up? My first cousin. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. What are you talking uh, about? Nate's my, well, it, Nate's my first yeah. cousin. Okay. Yeah. We'll explain. Yeah. It, we'll, yeah. <laughs> After the you show. You go on Twitter. Check, check West's Twitter to understand <laughs> okay. that. Okay. Right. Um, anyways, back to Key West. Andrew Francis Lippy a 59-year-old Key West native, recently bought an entire island just off the coast of Key West for $8 million. Damn. So it's a good deal. That's, that's awesome. That's like the best uh, thing. That's, that's the best thing I could imagine you could ever do. He's living my fucking dream, man. All I want is an yeah. island or a compound or a combination of an island compound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's right by Key West, which is a, a, a magical place. Magical. Also, also a crazy place. Um, this, this island he bought, it's called Thompson's Island. And was home to a famous philanthropist before Lippy got his hands on it. Um, so after Lippy bought his new digs, naturally, he needed to pick up some essentials for the house. Because you see, Lippy already owns the real world house in Key West. So he's got to have new shit for each house individually. Yeah, who, was on, who was on the real world Key West? Was, was that Tech? No, 2006. That's Hawaii. No idea. Tech was Hawaii. Damn. Real world. No idea. All right, well, no what's clue. up with this motherfucker? No yeah, uh, so... Uh, so naturally, he had, uh, he had to get new shit for this house because, uh, you know, he can't, he can't spare the shit from the Key West, sure. uh, the real world. He's got house. a whole island. Uh, yeah. So he's, where do you go to get supplies for your new house? Where, do you, where would you guys go? Bed Bath & Beyond. Home Goods? Yeah. Bed Bath & Beyond, Bed, Bath & Beyond is way overpriced unless you have like 40% coupons. It's true. Home Goods is a better value. Yeah. But, but no, he didn't go to either of those places that you'd think he would. He went to Kmart. Hmm. Um, somehow, Key West is like one of five towns in America that still has a Kmart. So uh, Lippy headed over there. He grabbed a new Keurig coffee machine, light bulbs, some other shit for the new island. But then after he bought all that stuff, he kept coming back and returning items between March 30th and April 5th. Well, OK. Uh, so sounds like he was so creating like a great Airbnb. All he needed was like a chalkboard of like, you know, think like fun things that they say on the island and a Keurig. <laughs> That's all you need for Airbnb. Yeah. Some books, a chalkboard, and a Keurig. Also, I'm not sure what Kmart's receipt policy is like, but Walmart's is no receipt. They'll take anything. Oh, I bet Kmart's similar. Probably similar. I would That's think. probably why they're out of business. I would think. Yeah, but anyways, it's kind of fishy. This uh, rich guy keeps bringing back these uh, items uh, one, at, one by one. So finally, Kmart 
uh, decided to take a peek inside the boxes of these return items, and lo and behold, the boxes were just filled with junk, like basketballs and trash. I think this is classic. Uh, just trash. <laughs> this is this this. When I worked at Best Buy in the uh, you know customer service, and we had returns. People would return boxes with just bricks inside them. So eventually we had to open up every single box to right. make sure that this the lippy wasn't happening to us every single time. It's exactly. It's exactly. <laughs> What's the old saying? It's like it's like you don't get rich by blowing your money, right? Like rich people save their money. This guy bought an island. Mm-hmm. He needs yeah, he needs right. shit for his island. Okay. Sure. Go. Yeah. Uh, he's a penny right. pincher. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah, he's just he's just real frugal. Mm-hmm. He, he, he can he can he can spring for the island, but he can't spring for the Keurig. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the so Kmart they called the cops when they realized that that they were getting uh, defrauded by Lippy, and Lippy when he came back in was arrested. Uh, but then when Lippy was arrested, he claimed he didn't swap out any of the items, and that Kmart <laughs> should have really known that there was only junk in those boxes all along because of the weight. So huh. he had to bring all them back. their fault. What a job yeah. to be a cop in Key West. That'd be a sweet fucking gig. They got shorts on. There's no way they're wearing pants down yeah. there. Yeah. Segways oh, yeah. and scooter. scooters. Yeah. yeah. So wait, this All guy right. was pinning it on Kmart saying, y'all should have known better. He's like a right, consultant. Right. Yeah. 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 He was really helping them out. Mm. Uh, the items uh, he stole, allegedly, have been valued at $300, which in Florida qualifies as grand theft. That's a that's felony, homie. Dude, that is so unfair for Florida. $300 <laughs> yeah. grand theft. That yeah. is just... That's uncalled for, yeah. honestly. <laughs> wait, wait, because you're saying that that people in Florida are constantly stealing, and they need to be a, there needs to be a higher threshold. Exactly, Pat. Okay. Right, you might want to thin out the prison population a little bit yeah. if it's if uh, three hundred bucks is going to be a felony. Yeah, I mean, ten cartons of cigarettes is three hundred dollars, probably. That's true, and that's the most <laughs> stolen item in yeah. Florida yeah. Is, a, is a bundle of ten. It's called a bindle. <laughs> it's just a bundle. Of hey, man, you get a bindle of smokes out there. <laughs> I used to steal smokes from Kmart. Newports. Oh, what a badass. Yeah, you were there. <laughs> Taking it to the internet. Tommy Mays says, where the hell is there a Kmart at? Uh, good point. Laura Duke replies, my first thought as well. And then Kelly Struglia, she uh, clears it up for everybody. Key West. <laughs> and so, uh, yep. Kelly read the story. <laughs> K- yep. Or at least the headline. <laughs> and then Lloyd Cannon, he just says, Democrat, period. Mm, burns him. All Dems, so all Dems shop at Kmart. Everyone knows that. Not a Republican in sight. Lloyd. Not in Kmart. <laughs> all right, guys, let's take it to a lightning round of other headlines we didn't have time to get into in depth. Living on the edge of a lightning bolt. Oh, yeah. So after an epic seven-year fall from grace, almost in slow motion, Johnny Manziel is turning over a new leaf. Mm. Yeah. Johnny's all over the world breathed a sigh of relief yesterday as Johnny Football announced that he'll no longer go by the name Johnny. In addition to dropping almost every opportunity, contract, and drug presented to him over the last six years, he can now add... You mean dropping by, like, putting it on his tongue? Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. like dropping. Let me drop this tab of acid. I hear hear, that. He he can now add NY to that list. That's because Johnny Manziel is now just John. Just Hmm. John, man. Yeah, I mean, how many leaves does this guy have to turn over? A lot of leaves. (laughs) Does he still work like at Barstool? Do we know? Do we, or is, he, is know. he still our coworker? Who knows? Uh, well, some of this may. Well, some people may see this as a positive. I believe this may create a whole new set of problems. Being that John Football sounds like the name that a pedophile with a below average IQ gave himself. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of just envision like a, a a John looking for a prostitute. Just he's the guy that comes up. He's just constantly like spinning a football, asking you what your rates are. <laughs> Just in- I think 
I think of John football a little differently. I think of John football like he's a guy. He shows up to little league football games. He's like handing out candy for good plays. Oh god! You're like yeah. Yeah, tapping you, tapping the kids. And you're just like, a, are you just a huge fan of the game, or should we call the police? <laughs> Look, potential good news for horny lesbian inmates in the greater Massachusetts area today, as it looks like Lori Laughlin, aka Aunt Becky, who is caught in the middle of a college admissions bribery scandal, may be facing some time in the clink. Yeah, the Full and Fuller House star and her Italian husband were hit with charges of money laundering, and that's on top of their already pending mail fraud charges. But look, guys, in other news, USC, the school that Aunt Becky scammed her smoking hot daughters into, is refusing to allow them to drop out. Much like a dot-com millionaire who married hot and was served divorce papers after the bubble burst, they're not letting go without a fight. What are they like a insane asylum that you can't check out of? Yeah, their reasons for not letting them drop out are, are, are pretty legitimate. But they're I mean, I think it's just because they're really hot. That's probably good. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. They want the name recognition. They're like, good this press. is this is too hot of a story to pass up. It's on. too hot. We can't. A new king nerd has emerged, guys, as the largest single day cash winner in the history of the game show Jeopardy. The honor now belongs to James Holzhalzer, who's a 30 year old or I'm sorry, a 34 year old professional gambler. And he took home over one hundred and ten thousand dollars yesterday. Jesus, did the Damn. did the, the the values of questions go up or he just answered all of them right? Every single question. Right. There's this thing that happens in economies. It's called inflation. Was. Well, I'm just wondering, is it now like worth, you know, three thousand dollars per question? Now that Trebek's gone or is he still no, there? Trebek's no, still he's there. still there. He's, he's yeah, holding strong. Oh, yeah. he, it's, it's all it's all he has. To live for will Look, i apologize unfortunately unfortunately for holzhalzer it takes way more than 110k to make a know-it-all degenerate fuck do it again <laughs> unfortunately for holzhaller it takes way more than 110k to make a know-it-all degenerate gambler lovable <laughs> yeah. but on the bright mm. side this is great news for high-end vegas call girls yeah him and John Football are going to team up and <laughs> cause, cause, cause some shit in Vegas. Yeah. And that's it for Hard Factor, guys. Stay tuned for tomorrow's show where we'll have a special guest host. That's our executive producer and vice president of football operations, PFT Commenter. Jesus, it's about fucking time. Yeah, he does our show every, <laughs> once every trip back from China. If you're new to the show... We do Hard Factor four days a week, but we will do a bonus Friday episode if we get 500 five-star reviews on iTunes throughout the week. I think we need like 60 more reviews by Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern to to do the bonus Friday show. Uh, We could not do this without you guys, so thank you so much for your continued support. All this sick iTunes action landed us in the, quote, what's hot section last week, which is the closest we'll ever come to getting to feel like Olivia Jade. That's Aunt Becky's daughter. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at at Hard Factor News. And if you get a chance, tell a friend about Hard Factor, literally the number one government podcast in the world. You hear that, mom? If your boss is riding you, spitting his or her coffee. And most importantly, have a great fucking day.